720 WGN. I think one of the most unbelievable things for John Williams is that I had a chicken who arrived in the Chicagoland area in the wheel well of my then boyfriend's truck, who is now my husband. That chicken made a stop for gas, drove through a rainstorm, and ended up in my yard, and I became the proud owner of a chicken named Blanche. And I'm telling you what, if you haven't had a fresh egg, you don't know what you're missing. Oh, I thought that was her for a moment. (laughs) Erin Blackburn knows all about that. She's a chicken owner and administrator of the Chicken, the Chicago Chicken Enthusiast social page. You also have a, are you in charge of ChicagoChickens.org as well? Hello. Yes, uh, I'm not in charge of the ChicagoChickens.org page, but um, I also admin another area uh, chicken group as well. Um, but and we just got involved with uh, chickens about four years ago. And so, Erin, what part of Chicago do you live in? We're in the north uh, northwest suburbs, uh, not too far from O'Hare, and we um, we have you know a relatively average sized lot for the suburbs, and uh, they're pretty easy to fit on a corner, kind of a, an open corner of your yard, um, and you know anybody can have chickens despite your lot size. Yeah, and more and more people yeah. are doing it because, you know, after avian flu, yeah. the price of eggs has, it's crazy. It is just crazy. Yeah. And sometimes you can go to the grocery store and there really aren't many to choose from. It is, and they don't taste very good, and they're not that fresh either. So, yes, there's nothing like going, you know, to your own yard and and opening the coop and finding your eggs, and um, they definitely taste better. Uh, so it's been really fun. And I, I feel like chickens are something that anybody can do. Okay, so Erin, Mary, who is on our show, has neighbors with chickens, and she doesn't like listening to them. So the key is not getting a rooster, right? Right, and I don't, I don't know if her neighbors um, have a rooster, but I did hear her say that they do not share eggs with, with yeah. her. Which I, we, we give our neighbors eggs because they're the ones that have to listen to the occasional clucking. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious, Mary, if uh, your neighbors, do they, do they have a rooster or is it just hens? I do not know because their fence is so high, I cannot see the actual. <laughs> Chicken, okay. and they're they're actually two two or three doors down. But you could hear that whether so, it was a rooster or chicken. I, right? I don't know. I think they're just chickens. I well, mean, I don't know. Okay. And and Aaron, you get a lot of eggs, right? Aaron, how many chickens do you have? We do. We have nine chickens currently, nice. and we have a lot of eggs. So yes, we share them with our neighbors, and also my dad because he babysits for us for free. So chicken sits. His, uh, his payment. <laughs> yeah, he, he likes them. So, um, but yes, sometimes in the springtime, they can be very clucky, a little louder than, uh, than other times of year, but they quiet, they don't go first thing in the morning and they're, um, you know, quiet at night. So okay. for well- us, our neighbors have not complained. A lot of municipalities are allowing them now. So if somebody is listening and they're thinking, okay, I would like fresh eggs. I, I think I could give this a go. Let's start from the beginning. You need a chicken coop, right? First, you need to make sure yes. that they're allowed in your neighborhood. Correct. You can check, nor, uh, you know, ordinances and, uh, you know, always call your village hall to find out what the laws are. Some some communities allow, you know, 
a certain amount of chicken. Some allow maybe one rooster or no roosters. So definitely calling your local village, uh, you know, government is a great place to start. Um, also, you know, joining a, a social media page like the Chicago Chicken Enthusiasts is a, is a good way to, to ask because chances are there's somebody from your town that is you know, already tried or knows what's going on. Um, and then, you know, you do your research, find out, you know, what size coop you'll need for the amount of chickens. And, you know, and then the rest is pretty easy. They're very self-sufficient. Uh, so a uh, chicken coop is what, about $150, $200? You can go to Farm and Fleet or like Trellis in St. Charles, any of the feed stores, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, they have those. There's some you can order even on Amazon. You know, if you're going to really go into it, it's probably better to invest in one that is a little bit more expensive than the, the $150 ones. But for our first coop that we did use one of those and it, it did the trick. Uh, the important thing is making sure your coop is protecting uh, your chickens from predators and uh, keeping them dry and draft free. Now, Mary likes to complain that she's paid chicken feed with the implication <laughs> that it's not very expensive. Is it very expensive? Uh, you know, it depends on the breed, uh, the breed, the uh, variety you buy. I know Purina makes one that it's about $25 a bag. We, we order ours on Chewy. Um, I know that there's a lot of uh, local feed stores in the area as well. Like, like you mentioned, Trellis and St. Charles and, uh, the feed store, which is in Summit is a great one. Then there's a, the feed store in Belmont and there's might be around, I would say 20 to $30 depending on the breed. So, but it does last a while depending on how many chickens you do have. And what about predators? You got to keep coyotes and raccoons yeah. and everybody else that wants to eat an egg yeah. away from your chickens. How do you do that? Yeah. The key is, well, so at night, we, we have a automatic solar-powered uh, a door that closes. Uh, tw- we have it set to close 20 minutes after sunset so that, you know, then they can't get in. Typically, the predators that will, the animals like raccoons and coyotes and fox will come out at night. But then during the day, you need to protect against fox. I mean, I'm sorry, hawks. And mm. other, uh, you know, uh, predator birds. So we have aviary netting, but simple, you know, roof over your uh, chicken run is is the fish. You know, anything just to protect them. They don't need too much. You can use plywood or, um, you know, sheets of uh, like plastic from, you know, a sign shop would even work if you tie it down. So there's a lot of different ways people arrange their coops and runs. And if it works for you, it does not have to be fancy. And Aaron, you just like it, right? You like having fresh eggs, but it sounds like you like having chickens in your backyard. We do. They're fun. I have two uh, young boys, and they really enjoy it. And, um, you know, my son, who is 11, his friends will come over, and they like to visit the chickens. He actually enjoys naming the chickens after his friends and his teachers. So um, <laughs> his his current uh, fifth grade teacher has requested, and if we get any more, please name a chicken after her. Oh, that's great. <laughs> well, um, once again, it's Ch- Chicago Chicken Enthusiast. That's your social page, right? So yeah. Facebook, cool. are you also on yeah. Insta and Twitter? Uh, no, we're not on Instagram or Twitter. Okay. Um, but we, you know, we just advocate for free advice and, you know, it's something that should be available to anybody because, you know, the chickens, it shouldn't be expensive. It should be easily accessible for anyone who wants to do it. That's great. Thank you for being on the Lisa Dent Show. A few of your text messages coming up after four o'clock along with the sports click and, um, also Stacey Muscatelli. 
We're going to talk about Harry Potter. Have you heard about the Harry Potter exhibit? They've released a new block of tickets. Details on the way after Steve's newscast from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Chicago's very own WGN.